BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All right, y'all, I need your help. Ariana, Vala, Katie, and I are all nominated for an MTV TV and Movie Award, along with Vanderpump Rules. The entire show is nominated as well. Head over to MTV.com and vote up to 20 times a day so your favorite girls and favorite show win. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Back in studio with my sis on the co-host mic. Courtney, how we doing? Hi, guys. And me and Sheena swapped merch today, if you're watching. Yes, <laughs> if you're watching. I'm repping the Valley Brat merch. Court has my shenanigans merch, which is available at shop.dearmedia.com. Where can you get the Valley Brat merch? Available April 7th. You can get it at valleybrat.la. Oh, my gosh. The night I'm DJing emo night. Yeah. And you are too, right? Are you doing a we set gotta still? Check on we got to figure that out. Sure. I mean, I know I am for sure. Okay. I'm confirmed today. Oh, T. Well, I think I'll be Stay actually tuned. mixing and you'll be like the face, like jumping up and down. <laughs> I'll play you whatever songs you want. Perfect. <laughs> so I'm really excited about this episode today because one thing I wanted to do when this season of Vanderpump Rules started airing was to have fellow reality star friends who are also fans of the show come on Shenanigans, talk about their life and their show while also commentating on Vanderpump Rules. So... Now that the Scandaval, the TRO, and all of that has been discussed as much as possible on Shenanigans, I'm excited to get back to some regular scheduled content. And today, we've got my girl, Hannah Chata from Big Brother. How are oh we doing? Gosh. I'm doing so well. I'm happy to be here. How are you? I'm good. I love the hair. It Thank is you. so cute. My hair's like four different shades. It's embarrassing because I've got my black roots I've got my brown I've got my red I've got my blonde but we're we're working with well it. I love it <laughs> you've had the cutest hair since you were on Big Brother I oh always loved that you had those two front pieces down yeah so inspiring that's like my thing <laughs> yeah I love it so Hannah and I met at a movie premiere I don't even know how many months ago a couple months ago yeah like December November December okay yeah like end that. of last yeah. year and you showed me a photo that you took with me. Yes. Was this like season one or two? I mean, you were really young in this photo, like teenager. Yeah, I was 17 when I took that photo with you. Oh yes. my gosh. And for reference, I'm 22 now. So it was five years ago. And um, for my 17th birthday, I came out to LA with my best friend from home. And I was like, we have to go to Pump. We have to go to Sir. We have to go to Tom Tom. Mm. Uh, <laughs> well, at the time, you know, we wanted they to go. They only own 5% of it. You know, Lisa maybe needs to consider renaming it. But it is 95% Lisa Vanderpump's okay. restaurant. Schwartz and Sandy's as a whole other <laughs> We did not go there. No. We will not be going there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but went to Tom Tom, ended up bumping into you. And and you were so, so kind. I was so shy. I was like, I think I called you Miss Sheena. Oh, my God. That's adorable. <laughs> like, Excuse me, Miss Sheena. Can I get a picture with you? Like, I've been watching you since I was 13. That's, that's crazy That's when the show me. came out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I remember, like, being in middle school, quoting some of the things you guys were saying, which I probably shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> <But> I'd, <laughs> I'd be like, 
in the cafeteria and someone would, you know, say something, make me mad. And I'd be like, I am the devil. And don't you forget. Like, oh my God. I could just Not picture, a Stassi quote. I could just picture you telling the lunch lady, like, I don't know what I did to you, but yes. I'll take a Pinot Grigio, Grigio, like literally yes. in high school or middle school. Yes. No, dead ass. Can I swear? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. That, that would be me. So what a full circle moment. And then I went back up to you and I was like, hi, I've met you before. You don't remember meeting me, but... Now I'm Hannah Chata from Big Brother and not just <laughs> Hannah Chata from Naperville, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like we hit it off. Well, in that moment, I was like, hold on. I need to tell my sister yeah. right now because she is the biggest Big Brother fan. Yeah. She knows everything about the show. So mm. I was like, wait, I'm with Hannah. And she's like, oh my God, I love <laughs> Hannah. You have to get her on the podcast. So here we are. Here we are. It's come to fruition. Yes. We're getting into some shenanigans, mm. but it's so crazy because the show has been on for so long. Mm. You know, I've I started it when I was 26-ish, oh. but when there were people like your age who yeah. started watching it at such a young age yeah. and now we're legal to drink and I run into them at Sir and they're like, oh my God, I've been watching you since I was 12. Do you want to take a shot? And I'm like, <laughs> what? <No. laughs> like, yeah. This is crazy that, yeah. you know, I mean- Kids were watching the show and you guys have grown up with us. It's so crazy how many chapters of life we have been through on this show. But I always love meeting fellow reality stars who watch the show because I feel like we have such different experiences with our show. And that's kind of what I want to get into is the difference of being on a show like Big Brother, which is similar to like a summer house, winter house where you have the cameras on you 24-7. But it's, you know, it's live. Mm -hmm. But you don't even know what's airing while it's airing. At least with our show, you know, it airs so many months later. We get the episode a few days ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Yours is so live. So other than that major Mm -hmm. difference, what do you think are some of the differences being on a show like Big Brother compared to Vanderpump Rules? Well, I think the biggest difference is probably the fact that it's 16 strangers in Mm -hmm. one house. So we know nothing about each other, whereas you guys have very much established this like family and you guys have grown up with each other and the viewers have grown up with you. Whereas with Big Brother, it's very much like a one and done situation. You watch us all day, every day for one summer. And then in most cases, you never really hear from us again Mm -hmm. unless people come back and that's possible. But still, it's just very like... I would describe Big Brother as a moment in time instead of like a longitudinal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd say other than that, the biggest difference is just the fact that we have no idea what's being shown. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what's being filmed. We don't know how we're being perceived by America. And we have this thing called America's Favorite Player. And I remember we would like sit around the dinner table trying to guess who would win America's Favorite Player. And we were... So wrong. off. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were kind of wrong. Um, so that just kind of goes to show you, like, we are completely clueless. And then people could be on the outside, like, I don't want to say overreacting to what's happening inside the house, but they could be so totally furious by a comment that someone's made or a fight. And we have no idea. So by the time we come out of the house and we get our phones back, like all of that's subsided. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just weird to not like be in the thick of the hype surrounding our show. Whereas like that is like your job doesn't end when the camera is cut. Totally. Yeah. I see a lot of similarities there though. Like what you're saying when you get your phone back and you're seeing things that someone might've said, said about you Mm -hmm. that like didn't mean anything to you, but people got furious over it reminds Mm -hmm. me of like, your guys' interviews, when it's like mm. you're f- getting upset about things so many months later that you didn't know about in the present. Totally. Like, I can see the similarities there. Yeah. Like, did you watch your entire season when you got out of the house? Like, every episode? Yes, I did. Um, and I think I'm one of, like, three people from our cast that did that. Um, just because a lot of people find the show to be a little too traumatic for them to watch back mm-hmm. and like relive the isolation because the isolation is so hard. Like we did not see a single face outside of the 16 of us Wild. for 80 something days. Yeah. Wow. Yes. And then all of a sudden, like I wasn't even on social media before the show. So I got my phone back. I didn't remember how to get on, like oh how to get on my phone. I didn't remember how to type in the passcode. So I had to be shown how to do that. Um, we weren't allowed to sing inside the house. So for like months, I no music 
no music. No, the, wow. the voice yells at you if you sing. Is yeah. it copyright issues or yeah, what? Is it's it? a yeah. copyright or issue. What if it's a song that you wrote yourself? We came, yeah, we came up with like a whole Broadway <laughs> album. Like we had a sound check because all of us have like musical theater or dance or singing backgrounds. Um, so we were the exception, but there were just so many things that we had to relearn because of the isolation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very triggering for some people just watching that back. But with me, I felt like I didn't get answers as to why I was uh, evicted or like sent home. So I just wanted to watch the season back totally. to get those answers and to kind of close that chapter. And also like with our season, the six black contestants, we got together um, completely undetected, made it to the end. And in doing so, we guaranteed the show's first ever black winner. So I, I wanted to see like how that was yeah. shown. And yeah, it was really cool to celebrate. That was literally going to be my next question. Yeah. As you mentioned, you know, that your show is like a moment in time. And mm -hmm. it was a moment in historical Big Brother time because yeah. you were the first all black alliance on the show ever. Yeah. That's no, and amazing. that will continue to stay an iconic season. Yeah. I feel like everyone will remember that season. Like, yeah till the end of big brother time like everyone's <laughs> joking this current season is going to be the quarter quell like i don't mm. you know hunger games vibes which mm -hmm. is funny throw back I, to game night i know <laughs> right yes you guys have heard me talk about it before on this show on instagram i'm going to talk to you about it again because this spring you need nutritious delicious convenient meals to energize you for the warmer days that are quickly approaching us Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. And I can tell you why they're number one. It's because they are bomb. You're going to save time. You're going to eat well. And you can still tackle everything on your to-do list. So if you're too busy to cook this spring, this summer, if you're too lazy to cook, if you don't want to go to the grocery store, I'm telling you, order Factor. Skip the chopping. Skip the prepping. Skip the cleaning up. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are ready in just two minutes. All you have to do, poke a fork, couple of holes, stick it in the microwave, heat and enjoy, and then you can get back outside and soak up the warm weather. If you're looking for calorie-conscious options, boom, you get Factor. They have so many delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving, and let me tell you, the flavor that is in these meals, you would not believe that everything can be under 550 calories. They offer delicious flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles from keto to calorie smart, even vegan, veggie, and protein plus. Right now, y'all can head to factormeals.com slash team Ariana 50 and use code team Ariana 50 to get 50% off your first box. Again, that's code Team Ariana 50 at factormeals.com slash Team Ariana 50 to get 50% off your first box. All right, y'all, brace yourself. The mega pop sensation is back. I'm talking about TLC's Dr. Pimple Popper with the queen of pop herself, Dr. Lee. Every season seems to get juicier and splashier, and this one is no different. It's the show everyone loves to cringe through every minute, every Wednesday night on TLC. So we forget that skin is actually the largest organ of the body. So the possibility of something going wrong is endless. I mean, there are so many different skin conditions that Dr. Lee tackles on this show. I had to look them all up. And now let me tell you, my search history is absolutely terrifying. I don't know how Dr. Lee does it. I really don't. I mean, what sticks with you is the crazy difference in the before and after once Dr. Lee does her magic. The transformation is truly life-changing. You can watch an all-new season of Dr. Pimple Popper Wednesdays at 9, 8 central on TLC in one episode. Oh my God, y'all, there's a guy with over 400 tumors on his body. Yes, you heard me right. 400 like, I get annoyed when I have one zit. Can you imagine? Well, you don't have to. You can watch an all-new season of Dr. Pimple Popper Wednesdays at 9, 8 central on TLC or set your DVR. Speaking of Hunger Games, <laughs> yes. so 
a few podcasts ago, we were here right before we were leaving to go to your game night. Yes. And it was like a Hunger Games theme. We've done two game nights now. What made you want to start that? You've gotten people together from so many different shows Mm -hmm. to do a murder mystery night. What made you come up with that idea? Um, Okay, have you guys seen the movie Knives Out? Yes. Yes, and Glass Onion. Yes. Yes. So, like, I can't take full credit because I love those those movies. Knives Out is one of my favorite movies of all time. So I rewatched it with my family, and I was like, wait a second. What if... I recreated something like this and then just invited a ton of people that I know, friends of mine. And then it would also just be like a really fun, innovative way for people who would never normally be in the same room to be in the same room. Mm -hmm. Like it was so cool for me to see like you talking to my sister or like Dylan Minnette from Wallows Mm -hmm. talking to someone from The Bachelor. Just like. I don't know, relationships that wouldn't normally be formed. Yeah. Um, And I'm someone, I'm a Taurus. I'm like you. I like to be inclusive and I like to invite everyone and I want everyone to feel comfortable. So that was kind of the inspiration behind it. Combining my love for murder mysteries with my love for like bringing people together over food and alcohol. And (laughs) people were posted up by the bar and by the the taco. (laughs) Wait, Hannah, this gives me such a good idea. Have you seen the show Perfect Match on Netflix? Yes, I have. Well, you know, that shows like a bunch of different reality stars from all different types of shows coming together, Mm -hmm. forming new relationships, you know, with your wide network of all of these different (laughs) shows. What if you set up? some sort of dating night like that and connected these people from these different shows who would have never met. And who knows, you might make some perfect matches. Oh. That's like such a concept. Uh-huh. You might just grab your you, producer yeah, cap. I, right, my wheels are turning. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. I think it'd be fun. But how would I, this is gonna sound so bad, when <laughs> <laughs> there's no like manipulation or murder at the center. Oh. How do I even go about that? We're gonna that? think on that. Okay, okay, you'll give me ideas. Yeah. But that actually does sound like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I did realize at your game nights that I would be terrible at any of these type of shows, like <laughs> traitors or anything like that, because yes. I feel like I would play an honest game. I feel bad lying to people. Mm -hmm. I would try to find a way around the truth. Uh The first guy from Amazing Race who I wanted to kick out and say that he was the killer because he took my chair in musical chairs. His husband. Oh, Will. Will. Yeah. Yeah. I was I should have just stayed with my gut. I was like, you have killer vibes. Yeah. We're so dominant and just took over that chair. And I was like, fuck this guy. He's out. But then I had a soft spot for him. He was nice to me. And I was like, oh, and he's like, I think it's my husband. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I just believed him and he was the killer. I was like, I'm terrible at this. I clearly have a terrible read on people, as we've learned watching this season of Vanderpump Rules. No, I think you just like to see the best in people. I do, but that hasn't done me any favors in the last few months. Yeah. Have you been following along the Scandaval and all of this? Sheena, what's so crazy is, okay, so let's see, the news broke on like a Friday, right? Mm -hmm. March Mm -hmm. 3rd. Oh, yeah. I I remember exactly where I was because I was in New York. Um, and literally 35 minutes before I was talking to one of my good friends about the season. And I think one of the last things I said to her was like, and you know, Ariana and Tom, I just like see them being together for the long haul. Like they, they give me hope because Mm -hmm. they're so solid and level headed. And she was like, yeah, I don't really like if, if they don't last, I don't believe in love. And I was like, okay, well time to go catch the subway, like going down. And then while I was on the subway, yeah. I got an alert from Twitter and I was like, no, no, like this is a lie. This, mm-hmm. this is de- obviously a rumor. This is the exact same thing that Lex Tilly said on the podcast last week. Yeah. She said the same thing. Sorry to cut you off. No, but you're fine. That she said literally a day or two before, I mean, not as, not as like not 45 minutes before, yeah. but she was like, if Tom and Ariana break up, like I don't believe in love. Like literally yeah. a day before. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, What was it like for you? Because you were with her when you found out. Yeah, I mean, for me, I felt like Ariana is obviously the most affected person by it. But me as not only her best friend, but their best friend, Mm -hmm. I'm next in line affected by this. But it's not about me. It is for me to support Ariana. So I need to just put all of my feelings and shit aside. But... That did a number on me emotionally, mentally, 
physically haunting my dreams, which turned into nightmares every night. That is insane. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a narcissist. Yeah. I now rethink seeing the good in people mm-hmm. and being like, is this good or was this self-serving? Did this feed your ego? Did you do this because you're a good person out of the kindness of your heart? Or did you do it because it made you look good? Yeah. I've I've questioned so much. How could I not have seen all of this happening behind our back and in front of our face? And now I watch back my <clears throat> vlogs. I think back to BravoCon. I think back to every Tom Sandoval and the most extra show where her and I are literally front row. Mm-hmm. And he's singing to me. He's singing to her. He's singing to Ariana. He sings to everyone. You know, that's what you do when you're a performer. You yeah. make eye contact with the crowd. Yeah. But then I'm like... Were you actually singing that song that you dedicated to Ariana before? Now to her, I can never listen to Electric Love the same again. That's for (laughs) damn sure. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. That's so disturbing. And... I guess my question is, you would think that two people who are doing that would start distancing themselves Mm -hmm. from your friend group and especially from Ariana. But from the outside looking in, just like being a fan of the show and following you guys on social media, it seemed like she was just constantly around them. I literally compare everything to how shocking this was now. Like, if this is a 10, like... Harry Styles and Emrata last week. I'm like, this is only like a seven no, compared to what? a solid like 1.5. <laughs> I saw <laughs> that and I was like, okay. okay <laughs> it keeps scrolling. Well, it was a little shocking to me, but not nearly okay. as shocking as this. But everything now in comparison, I don't think anything will blindside me yeah. as much as this blindsided all of us. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, gobsmacked. Like, yes. she was obviously in New York that Wednesday night that everything like happened. Everyone found out. And I like... I'm down in Orange County getting the call and I'm like, I'm not believing my ears. Like, ah, crazy. Craziest like 36 hours that like no one knew too. I thought it was going to be a lot longer until it came out. Mm -hmm. So. Oh no, Ariana was like, we're not keeping this secret. Who am I protecting? No one. Yeah. Say it all. Well, is she doing okay? Yeah. All things considered. Yes. She's She's thriving. She really is. She's doing amazing. I mean, obviously this has been very hard. You know, Mm -hmm. she misses her partner the person that she thought he was Mm -hmm. and they still share a house together yeah so she can't fully move on while he's still coming in and out of her house a lot of people have been asking how that dynamic is he has now agreed to communicate with like a third party letting either his assistant or one of her best friends know when he needs to come into the house or if he needs to stay in the guest room, if he needs to come get some stuff or whatever. So mm-hmm. he's trying to be more respectful of her, I think. But in the beginning, it was like, this is my house. I pay half the mortgage. I'm going to come and go as I please, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, bro, you just blew up her world. The least you can yeah. do is give her some fucking space. space. Yeah, It's called Boundaries. a hotel. Yeah. Like, I don't see any reason why you can't go sleep on like, Tom Schwartz's couch. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> Joe is there. Oh. Oh. Okay, well, were they double dating? Yes. They so, were totally double dating. They double dated in Big Bear at the end of January. So Schwartz is known for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Schwartz is, was is one of your closest friends as well. From yeah, the he cast. was in my wedding. Yeah. They all were. They all were. Oh all three of them were in my wedding. Stop. What am I going to do with these photos? Yeah. I, mean, I have a Sharpie in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I should well, just put Lala's face on Raquel in all of the bridesmaid yes. photos. At least you're not like blowing these ones up on canvas. <laughs> no, no. I just did the individuals, me okay. and Summer, me and Brock, the rainbow. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, so as someone who has watched the show yeah. from the beginning, I mean, for the fans, this just has to be insane as well. What, like I said, literally, th- like, you may think I'm exaggerating because it sounds better, but 35 minutes before, I was like, the universe has such an interesting mm-hmm. way of working itself out. That was the last thing I said to my friend, like, you know, if Ariana and Tom don't make <laughs> it, like, 
Yeah, <laughs> you know? so, right. How did it go after you get off the subway? The news drops, and you call that friend. No, no, no. I was still on the subway. Oh, still, on. I was still. Yeah, it was like thirty-five minutes later. You know, I was I was walking. Um, I think I was in Harlem, taking the subway down to East Village. And I was on the subway and got the news, but I couldn't call her because I didn't have signal. Right, yeah. you're on the subway. Yeah, so I was like, wait, what do I do with this? <laughs> but I think when the news first dropped, didn't it just say like Ariana and Tom split over a fair? I don't mm-hmm. think the f- very first headline mentioned Raquel. Yeah, a lot of the details were like trickling out. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, again, I was like, no, 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 there's... There's no way. Nothing can shake this couple. This has to be false. And then I think I kept scrolling, but I definitely was like, this is the last thing I expected to see. And then <laughs> when I saw that Ra- there was a seven-month affair and Raquel was the other woman, I was like, what? Whoa. And then I remember, or I remembered that you were on Watch What Happens Live. And then I think I was reading and it said like, this came out on Wednesday. And then I was like, wait, was Sheena with Raquel? And I- Things mm-hmm. were, I gears were turning. Yeah, gears were turning, wheels were turning. My mind was moving a mile a minute. And I was like, if this is true, I really hope Sheena's okay. Aww. Like I did actually Aww. think about you just because of the shock of that all. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine like, Yes, Ariana's whole world was blown up. But like you said, all of those people were in your wedding. All of them are nuts. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Mm-hmm. So I just can't even, like, I, I really do sympathize with you. Thank you. Yeah, because the betrayal in that. Yeah. yeah. I've never experienced anything like yeah. this This level of betrayal. I mean, just yeah. betrayal in general. I've never had anything even remotely close to this. Has anything yeah. like this ever happened with the Big Brother cast. I know when you meet in this house, a lot mm-hmm. of people fall in love, start dating. Has there ever been anything where, you know, there's like a couple, but then someone else from the season swoops in or? Um, that happened on Big Brother season 21. And I feel like it probably, because after you get evicted, you go to jury house, mm-hmm. um, which is like this mansion in Calabasas, basically hell on earth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really nice spot. You that just they didn't want to be there. there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to be there. I was like, put me back in the game. <laughs> I swear I can still win. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they essentially like put us in this really expensive purgatory. And we just wait there and um, they bring us back for finale night. And we ask like the final two questions and then we cast our votes. Um, and we wrap up the season. But I feel like things probably have gone down in jury. Like, even if someone is in a showmance, mm-hmm. if you're in jury with the cameras not being there, like a lot of people won't hook up in the house because oh, of the 24 7 right. cameras and the live feeds. And you just don't want to. I mean, some people do, and that's their decision. I respect <laughs> it. But a lot of people are like, no, my family's watching. Right. Like, my, my future employers could be watching mm-hmm. right now. So. Some people will wait until the jury house, but some people will probably hook up with their non-showman's partners. Um, but yeah, in season 21, do you remember Kat and Nick? Yeah. They were in like their own showmances. And then in the jury house, they started hooking up even though Nick was dating someone else from the cast. And then they ended up like walking out of the season together. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. But again, well, not years of a friendship and all that. Of course, exactly. it's different, but it's still just a moment in that time. type of betrayal for the person who didn't know what's going on in the jury house. I feel like yes. there's not as much as many relationships on Big Brother, but I feel like there's just so many more like friendship betrayals. Yeah. Like I think of your season and like the betrayals, like because you each like I feel like you should talk about your alliance a little bit more and how you each were paired up with someone outside of the alliance. The betrayals yeah. you had to go through. Oh yeah, yeah. That tell was me really, more about like, that. Intricate and so interesting and yeah. Okay, so shout out to Tiffany. Um, Tiffany is one of you've met Tiffany before. She was uh, at the first game night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was running around with her little like fedora. She's yes. so cool. Um, but she is the creator of the master plan of the cookout so in that master plan each of us was partnered with someone outside of the alliance and they were like our plus one so if we were put on the block then the cookout would have the numbers to send the other person home Mm. and then we could really like be in their ear we we were in possession of all the information in the house at any given moment and that's the first time in big brother history that an alliance has been that powerful and we were completely secretive like I don't think they realized that the cookout was working together until 
they were all kicked out and went to jury and they were like wait a second (laughs) (laughs) and then we were like Mm-hmm. Yes, we were never all anyway. in the same room together, right? We had a rule. So if you saw two to three black people in the same room, <laughs> you did not go in that room. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we were able to avoid detection. And then a lot of us did not like each other. Like we we really did fight like brothers and sisters, but we fought. Like we were just never consistently on the same page. There were screaming matches. There were moments where I thought the cookout would be exposed because people were, like two people would be in the storage room, Big D and Tiffany cussing each other out. Um, So I think that helped conceal us as well. But Mm -hmm. yes, going back to the strategy that Tiffany came up with, we were partnered with someone outside of the cookout and um, you really do end up getting attached to your castmates because you're living this traumatic unique experience that no one else in america can relate to like no one else is being watched 24 7 and also in complete isolation Mm -hmm. so and then there's also a lot of downtime like yes we are playing a game and competing against each other but we're together 24 7 for 80 something days so you really get to know a lot about a person and i think the whole goal of Big Brother is to peel back people's layers. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost like to expose who you are at your core in your most raw form. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love watching the show. So I would, I almost describe it as like, I fell in love with the people outside of our alliance on, on a friendship level, of course. And it was really, really, really painful for me to know that they put so much trust in me and that game does feel like it's life or death mm-hmm. when you're in that environment. So to know that like people were essentially trusting me with their game lives, but I could never like fully reciprocate that because mm-hmm. they had to go at some point and I knew that, but they didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like I was sending a dog to the farm up north. It was, it had me distraught. And while I was in the house, I almost had to swallow that and bury that because I needed to remain focused on the game. Um, So I kind of like dissociated from Mm -hmm. all of my emotions, whereas other people were, I think, processing each eviction to like a healthy degree. They would let themselves cry. They would Mm -hmm. grieve that person and then they would move on. I was so stone cold the whole season. Um, and I actually didn't cry for like a year and a half and Big Brother was what broke me because I'm, I'm not a crier wow. at all. Yes. And um, my person outside of the cookout, his name is Derek X. You met him. Yeah. Um, he's great. But uh, when we had to send him home, I was kind of advocating for him to go home. I was like, listen, it's his time. He's the big he's the biggest <laughs> obstacle. Like, I know he's my person and I probably should be pushing for him to stay, but he's got to go and I will help make that happen for the sake of our alliance and then he like closed the door and i just remember breaking down but then by like hour three i was like anyway (laughs) and we're back (laughs) and we're back to seven hundred fifty thousand dollars where are you and then i was sent home and i felt like i was being sentenced to my death as soon as the door closed in my face and then i got to jury house and i was like wait a second i dehumanized these people and I took away their their free will because we were kind of like the puppet masters controlling Mm -hmm. pieces on a chessboard and we took away their hope we would let them fight for their lives knowing what the outcome would be and I just I felt so 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 horrible even to this day like regardless of the fact that we made history and I'm so proud that I can say that about the game that I played I still feel bad about it um, because that's not something that I think any of us want to be capable of doing. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really rough for me. And I've had so many conversations with each of them, Brittany, Derek X, Claire, Alyssa, Sarah Beth, the people who we kicked out. Yeah. Um, And they've assured me that they're okay. And they really did take it like champs. And they were like, if we could be sacrificial lambs for you guys to crown the first black winner, then so be it. Yeah. Um, but that still doesn't like take away from the guilt that I have. I was going to say, I don't see any of them being upset with you. I yeah. think for the most part, it seems like most people come out of the game, like come out of the game and know that anything that happened in the game it's was game. for game purposes. Yeah. And it seems like it's so easy to take things personal while you're in the house. But I feel mm-hmm. like for the most part, everyone lets that aside when you're all outside, right? Like 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least for our season, I know in other seasons, um, people will get upset over the most minor things like you took my red shirt. I'm never talking to you again. Oh like, or the Muffin Gate this yes. past season. Yes. <laughs> we, does Sheena know about Muffin Gate? No. Probably so. not. So there's this girl named Jasmine from Taylor's season. And she made muffins. And this guy named Turner stole her muffin. And like an actual muffin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, they had just been done being have nots as well. So they weren't able to like eat for a week. So okay. like, apparently yeah. these muffins were like very, very important. Don't take the muffin. Yeah. And she went around the entire house like accusing everyone. And everyone denied it. And then he went to like the diary room and like admitted. He was like, I have the muffin. It's right here. And he ate it. And I think he went back for seconds. And she was like, how dare he? And then they were like sworn enemies for the rest of the season. <laughs> Don't and take that muffin. And then they had muffin. to get paired up. <laughs> then they had to get in like, what was it? A what, festy bestie Festy thing? bestie where yeah. you were like kind of competing for a few weeks of the season with your festy bestie. Like you guys were safe together. You had to compete together, like everything. Yeah. And they ended up being festy besties. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But they, they hated each other. <laughs> Although now I think they're good. They have matching tattoos. Yeah. Muffin they got, tattoos. they got muffin tattoos. That's cute. Yeah. But I think that they were able to like put it aside. I bet they just probably didn't co and co what is it when you live together co cohabitate cohabitate yeah. well together yeah. outside yeah. of the house. It's like we can get matching muffin tattoos. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I want to know what a show like this where you are deceiving people and, you know, obviously you guys had your alliance and so there was a bigger picture there for you. But I want to know what something like that does to your mental health and also does the show offer therapy during in the jury house after I want to know a little bit about that as yeah. much as you can say. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, my contract's about to expire, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll sing like a canary. Um, okay, so in terms of mental health, I think I said this before, like the isolation is really not just the guilt from the game, but like the isolation of it all was what really got to me. In that house, I forgot what my parents sounded like. I forgot what my sister sounded like. Wow. Basic facts about my life, I forgot. Like someone would ask me, I think at one point someone asked me like what school I went to and I forgot or someone asked me like what my middle name was and I forgot because in that house you really do have to disassociate and become this character in order to keep your your eye on the prize and then I went to the jury house and I almost had to like relearn who Hannah was Mm -hmm. it was the trippiest most out-of-body experience ever because I did not feel like I was in my body for a while after getting evicted. Um, And then on top of that, we get our phones back and all of a sudden you have millions of people who tuned in three days a week, hundreds of thousands of people who logged in and watched us sleep, eat, bake muffins, um, (laughs) argue, uh, love on each other, smile, cry, like it, it was so strange because I had just turned 21 doing the show. And I think since they implemented like the age cutoff, I was the, I still am the youngest contestant to ever play. Wow, so I, I know a little, <laughs> a little uh, feather in my cap. But <laughs> at that time, you're still very much learning who you are and you're forming your identity and you're coming into your own. Yet I was having all these people like weighing in on, who I am, who I'm not, who I should be, who I shouldn't be, giving me their opinions about everything. And the way that they, they meaning like the fan base of the show interact with us. And you probably feel this way too, because your show's been on for so long and we've grown up with you. But the way that they interact with us, it's almost like they feel as though they know us better than we know ourselves and we know each other. Mm-hmm. And just like coming to terms with that new reality was hard for me. Um, and like no longer having any privacy because my life was filmed 24 mm-hmm. seven for three months. Um, so yeah, mental health hard and I'm, I'm still recovering. I think all big brother players, even like decades later are still in recovery. Um, but they do try to make resources available to you during the season. Like they have multiple psychologist that you can talk to if you need to you can take your medication while you're in the house um in jury house I was definitely seen by the psychologist many times because I was not doing well um so yeah they they do what they can um but at the end of the day like their priority is making a show and we're kind of 
tools in that. And I was going to ask you, because you guys are so valuable to the show, whereas we're more so recycled, um, I kind of felt like I was a tool or like a piece in the bigger picture. Do you ever feel that way or no? Like, am I just a piece of it or? No, like, are they just like using you and your character as Sheena? Oh, I mean, yeah, I totally feel that way. I've had so many bad edits, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. on the show where we're not seeing the bigger picture and the full story. But Mm -hmm. I understand that this is what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. And this is part of the game. You know, they can't show an hour long conversation. It's going to be edited down to minutes and although I could have said a hundred things in that conversation mm-hmm. that made me look good they pick the one thing that makes me look bad yeah. but I understand that I signed up to do a show for entertainment mm-hmm. however I also want to be on a show where I can tell my story to help people mm-hmm. and so I do appreciate when they put those moments in as well because it's not just for entertainment we're not doing yeah. that solely to entertain you know there's so much more to it and there's so many more reasons why I do this but I think anyone on reality tv can feel that way whether it's every season or one season or one episode definitely what's the biggest misconception you feel like people have about you from watching the show I think people think that I'm just this annoying make it all about me inserting myself when I shouldn't type of person Mm -hmm. when in reality I just want everyone to get along Mm -hmm. I just want to see the good in everyone you know yes I want everyone to like me because I don't ever want to do anything to make someone not like me yeah I don't ever want to be an unlikable person Mm -hmm. and I think me being a people pleaser and me trying to put off that image doesn't always work out. Sometimes it backfires and I can say something in a conversation where I do it on this podcast a lot and I've had so many one-star reviews where they're like, stop cutting off your guests, stop, you know, making it about you. I'm like, it's called a conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm sharing an experience with someone. If I'm interviewing someone who says something that I can relate to, why should I just be quiet and be like next question Question. you know i'm not barbara walters here (laughs) it's it's shenanigans it's not that serious so that can be frustrating too because i'm like i'm never trying to i'm not a narcissist there's some on our show not me just you i'm not (laughs) there's a handful well because your fighter (laughs) you know currently we know who the narcissist is there's been others in the past on our show so I am not one of them. I'm not someone who's ever really trying to circle back and make it about me. I feel like younger in my life, you know, I wanted to be the star. I wanted to be the one on stage in every school play. And Mm. I think when I was younger, I did make things about me. I was very competitive. And I think this show has completely taken that from me. Mm. And I feel like I need to take a back seat more. And I really try my hardest to not make things about me. I will go out of my way or specifically not say my feelings because now I'm so just in my head about people thinking that, Mm -hmm. that especially with this whole situation with Tom and Raquel, I'm like, it's not about me. It's only about Ariana, but I'm like, I'm really, really affected by this too. But I need someone to ask me how I am because if I just talk about it, then I'm making it about me when it's just, it's so frustrating because now I'm so hyper sensitive to that Mm -hmm. and hyper aware. And I, I don't ever try to do that on purpose. I never try to cut someone off. I'm always just trying to relate and share an experience with someone because that's what life is, you know? That's the whole point of a conversation and us like being human beings in this world. And in the short time that I've known you, but also from watching you for the last like 10 (laughs) years, you've just always had such a big heart. And I think I can connect with you on me also wanting the people in my life to get along. I don't like conflict. Um, Not because I'm scared of conflict, but because I I feel like there can always be a resolution. And Mm -hmm. if I can be the mediator, then that's a role I'm more than willing to step into. And I feel like you're the complete opposite of Sandoval. Whereas like where someone like him will do something 
to like to get that external validation mm -hmm. um, because he's an image conscious person. He wants to, you know, put his best foot forward. Whereas like you will do something and it could be the same action, but it's more about how like you make the other person feel. So I, I feel like you're way more of an empath and maybe to viewers that comes across as one in the same, like, oh, yeah. she's making it all about herself. Or, yeah. Oh, she's being surface level here, but really you don't want to offend people and you don't want to hurt people's feelings. Mm -hmm. And so. I think this is why I'm such a gift giver as well is mm -hmm. because not for how it makes me look. It's for how that person feels mm -hmm. when they open it. That's my favorite part about Christmas. Don't get me any present. I say this every year. I don't need anything. Anything yeah. I need, I will get for myself. My sister mm -hmm. will get me some cute like clothing and shoe yeah. items. Shout and out to I'm Courtney. All about that. <laughs> yeah. But when it comes down to it, I'm like, I just get so much joy out of watching other people be happy. Mm -hmm. And I always felt that way about Sandoval. I always thought he was such a generous person because he genuinely enjoyed seeing how happy he made other people mm. because that's how I am. But I'm like, but I'm not a narcissist. Yeah. I don't do things self-serving. I don't do it to get a pat on the back and a brownie point and it's a like sticker, you know? Image. Yeah. No, I do it because I genuinely like making other people happy. Yeah. That makes me happy because I just, I, I always want to help people and I always want the best for them. And yeah. now I just, yeah, just question everyone. I, <laughs> this yeah. is like really done a number on me. Oh, I, again, I can only imagine to experience like that magnitude of betrayal and on top of that, having the whole world or at least the the whole country, because mm -hmm. I'm not sure if Vanderpump Rules airs in different countries. Oh, all over the world. Yeah. Oh, okay. So oh, yeah. the yep. whole world. The entire world. Have an opinion and weigh in on what's going on. And again, probably try to tell you how you should be supporting Ariana, how you shouldn't be, how much you should take the time to make sure that you, Sheena, are doing okay and how much you should, I guess, put those feelings on the back burner. But whenever friendships dissolve, like especially if they dissolve from betrayal or someone like did something just so earth shattering, like that is hard. And you experience that three times over. Mm -hmm. So I just hope that you're taking care of yourself and your feelings are also validated. Because Thank you. You're also going through multiple breakups simultaneously. Yes, so as much as I know you're trying to be a good friend to support your best friend, like I just I hope that you're healing as well. Thank you. Yeah. I just wanted to add, I'm gonna be pissed if when <laughs> everyone's watching these wedding episodes and still tries to make it seem like Sheena only cares about herself. She's making everything about herself. Everyone should have been there in Mexico for your wedding. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's the one time I got to make it about me. I don't yeah. know if this part has aired yet when this part comes out, but like even Lala not going to all of your wedding events, like as if she's yeah, not in Mexico that'll be this week for, this for your wedding. Oh. Mm -hmm. It's like, yes, this week is all about Sheena because it's Sheena's wedding and you guys all flew to Mexico for Sheena's four day wedding activities. So yeah. there will be no coming for her this week for that. Why is Katie at the hotel when she's not coming to the wedding? Like at that point, was she just trying to make it a point and be super stubborn by still staying at that hotel like did she did she do that to piss you off or was there more to the story she had a non-refundable room okay. which i offered her a thousand dollars for on the spot so yeah. i fixed that problem she still wanted to go because she wanted her own vacation with her friend Christina Kelly, whose birthday was also that week. Yeah. That part, I understand. Mm -hmm. Go to a different resort. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they can clear another resort to film your Mexican vacation. Like, yeah. you don't want to come to this family-friendly resort that's going to be all about my wedding. Mm -hmm. But it looks... It was very To stubborn. me, as an outsider, insider, outsider, mm -hmm. it looks like she wanted to keep a, a close eye on her ex-husband. That's mm -hmm. what I think. Okay. You know? They had an anniversary dinner in Mexico to celebrate selling their house, but also celebrate their wedding anniversary, but they're going through a divorce. Wait, I'm sorry? Yeah. Yeah. She, no, how do the people <laughs> in your friend group do things? Because this is how, this is not how my friends and I roll, huh? That part was so funny too, because like the waiter's like, what are you guys celebrating? <laughs> I was like, well, our divorce, but we sold our house. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I would hope that when people get divorced and still share dogs and friends and a fucking job, you know, mm -hmm. I hope that, yes, it can be as amicable as possible and mm -hmm. you can make it work. Just don't make it work on my wedding. 
<laughs> at the resort I've yeah. spent tens of thousands of dollars to be at. Yeah. Well, do you think it was a pride thing? Like she didn't want to back down or she didn't want to have to accept the money that you were offering her? Or was she simply being stubborn? And I think kind of both. Okay. I honestly just wished that we could have had a conversation and gotten to a good place before that. Yeah. Because up until a few days before, I still had seats at the table. Yeah. I was still willing to just get past this. Like her and I are now past it. We filmed mm -hmm. the reunion. We've had several conversations. We're past it. I wish we got past it in August. Yeah. I wish it didn't take this long and a whole scandal in between to get us to this place. I'm glad we're here now. I'm so thankful. This is w exactly where I've wanted to be with her. Okay. But at the time, it was just like, come on. It yeah. was so frustrating. And I was also so deep in Raquel and just in everything she told me from every scene she filmed with her, from how Katie's mom supposedly treated her and all of this, I'm only getting one side of the story. Mm. And now I watch it all back and I feel so, so differently. Yeah. I wish Katie and I could have had that conversation then, but that wasn't the plan. That wasn't how it worked out. And yeah. you'll see the rest of the season play out, but... I'm just glad that now for Ariana, we've mm -hmm. been able to come together. We're in group chats together. Mm -hmm. We're DJing at Emo Night tonight together. So oh, if you guys are listening to this now, we were talking after the reunion and Ariana and I said we were doing a DJ set at Emo Night and Katie's ears perked up and she was like, wait, what? <laughs> like she loves Emo Night. <laughs> that doesn't so surprise me. Yeah. I said, do you want to do it with us? Oh, and she said, yeah. So wow. the three of us tonight, April 7th, Avalon, emo night. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, I will be there in spirit. Yes. <laughs> but, I love that. Yeah. Aww. But thank you so much for being here. And this has been so awesome. I've been wanting to do this since the night I met you. And I'm yeah. glad we were finally able to yeah. get into some shenanigans. Please tell everyone where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Hannah Chata. That's just my first and last name. On TikTok at Hannah underscore Chata. And um, on Twitter at Hannah underscore Chata as well. BB25 is about to start in a couple months. So I'm going to be live tweeting all my thoughts. Would you ever go back on the show? Absolutely, Sheena. As yes. traumatizing as it was, hands down, the best experience of my life I live for gaming I live for strategy I'm like I, I've built a family from that show like the cookout we talk all day every day mm -hmm. I have a podcast with Tiffany and Big D called the royalty on YouTube check it out um but yeah I wouldn't change my experience for the world and it's also taught me a lot about who I am as a person and who I want to be so yeah I love I'd go that back. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for getting into some shenanigans with us. Thank you for having me. I'm yes. honored. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Bye. Sheena Shea. Shea FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.